0: 35 potato chips. I found an old grocery list. This is an actual list, mind you. This has not been tampered with. The tags are intact. It reads as follows. Milk. Peanut butter. Oatmeal cookies. Maple syrup. Crap. That's it. That's the entirety of the list. Milk. Peanut butter. Oatmeal cookies. Maple syrup. Crap. Milk? Of course. Any grocery list worth its salt will have milk on it. That's the gold standard of grocery list items. It's the standard by which other items are judged. Sure, you've got your butters and your breads, but if you survey a hundred people, milk is winding up on the big board every time. Fact. Peanut butter? Okay, all right. Peanut butter. You've got your protein, you've got your high sodium content. It doesn't specify, but I think it's safe to assume that this is Smucker's Chunky Peanut Butter we're talking about. Ingredients? Peanuts. Salt. Done. Oatmeal cookies? Not sure what the story is here. Maybe I was expecting guests? I'm not one to keep cookies around the house, generally. Because they will be eaten. By me. I'm a cookie monster. Om nom, om nom nom nom, I believe is the operable term here. Maple syrup? Maple syrup is probably for waffles. It has to be. I never make French toast, and I rarely make pancakes. I'm sure there are other uses for maple syrup the Great Boston Molasses Flood of 1919, for example. True story, look it up. But in the house that Rafferty rents, it's probably for waffles. And that brings us to the true star of the show, Crap. Honestly, I have no idea what this is. I'm guessing it's a placeholder for something like potato chips or maybe soda? Sadly, we'll never know for sure. I'm not sure exactly when or why this happened, but sometime in the last four or five years, I stopped eating like a child. Don't get me wrong, I still have my moments. I still love me some mac and cheese, but now it's organic mac and cheese. See that? Adult. This is why I had to specify crap on my grocery list. Because crap is no longer a given. Years ago, it was. Years ago, my grocery list would have been the exact opposite of the one I just found. It would have been chocolate milk and or yoo Elvis Presley Peter Pan peanut butter, double-stuffed deep-fried Oreos, Aunt Jemima's triple-thick bacon-chunk syrup. One banana. Crap, 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 crap. Banana. What led to this change of stomach? Was there a life-altering event? Did a loved one have a heart attack? Thus causing me to reassess my diet, indeed my overall health, making me start going to the gym, taking Cotta lessons, hang out with guys named Jim, watching Jim Carrey movies? No, no, there was no heart attack. Was there some diagnosis in a doctor's examination room with me wearing a paper robe, sitting on a paper-covered examination table, reading the newspaper, folding paper origami cranes while listening to MIA's paper planes? No. No, there was not. Like I said, I'm not sure when or why this happened. If I had to pick one moment, though, I suppose moving from upstate to New York City probably would be it. Runner-up, finding a full set of wisdom teeth in my deep-fried Oreos. Now, this isn't to suggest New York City is a city of health nuts, and just by virtue of moving here, you'll become one as well. Far from it. People say Americans are lazy, but New Yorkers take the cake. Yeah, we walk around a lot, but we also ride cabs obscenely short distances and get our lunch delivered to us, and we go days, months, years even, without leaving a 22-square-mile island. Sure, we eat well, but that's only because McDonald's doesn't do free delivery. That said, upstate New York isn't exactly known for its get-up-and-go populace either nor does its food pyramid exactly conform to FDA standards. I know that whenever I go home, the foundation of my food pyramid switches from fruits and vegetables to Taco Bell and Wendy's. Indeed, whenever I go home, I revert to my old ways. To Taco Bell, I say! Two chicken supreme chalupas, my good man, and whatever exotic Mountain Dew flavor you have on tap. Pull up to the next window? Dally-ho! Ultimately, it's about the path of least resistance. It's convenience. Back home, Taco Bell is easy. It's right there. And there. And there. And there. In New York, it's there. Union Square. I can't think of another one. Chipotle, though. Chipotle is all over the goddamn place. Not to mention a ton of other Mexican joints. Sure, you could eat at Taco Bell, but unless you really want some insurgent blast or shock and awesome flavored Mountain Dew, it's easier to go elsewhere. Or get delivery from elsewhere. And then you get hooked on elsewhere, and thoughts of Taco Bell become but a distant memory. Think outside the bun, indeed. What does this mean for the future of crap on people's grocery lists? Well, I think crap is safe for now. You see, most people are set in their ways, and I mean that on either side of the crap fence. Some people will eat crap until the day they die, whether it's convenient or not. Likewise with the crap-free folk. They'll seek out their non-crap at whatever cost usually at a much higher cost than the crap eaters. Which is ironic, considering some of the non-crap eaters' food is probably literally recycled feces. But then there are people like me, the fair-weathered folks, sitting atop the crap fence. Sure, at the moment I'm in the non-crap camp, but maybe it's just out of convenience. I mean, clearly it is. When I go home, I run for the border. Taco Bell, I mean. Not Canada. Don't get me wrong, crap. You're no milk, but the survey says you're not going anywhere.